When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, a man in Germany was rescued after being tied to a tree in the woods and abandoned in an apparent sex game gone awry. I'm Tony Kornheiser. It was really embarrassing, and it made me late for the coronation. I was oh, sure I could do both. Uh, yeah, yeah well, sure I could do both. you just should have skipped yeah. the coronation. I mean, how boring must that have been? I loved it. I watched about three hours of it on television. I, I loved okay. it. I really did. Thought it was that's great. One of the, that's one of the lamer statements you've ever made. No, I, I enjoyed watching the coronation. three hours of the coronation on TV. Your, 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 yeah. your, your manhood rights ought to be taken away. Taken really? away. Yeah. Well, don't worry, because later in the day, I watched the NBA for six hours <laughs> just to get back on an even keel. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Sixers even things with the Celtics. Leon Dreisaitl is on fire. And Jimmy Ursay doesn't want any team talking to Andrew Luck. But we begin today with a weird incident in the Phoenix-Denver game last night, a game Phoenix won to even that series at 2-2. In the second quarter, the ball went out of bounds off a Phoenix player who flew into the seats. The ball landed in the arms of the new Phoenix owner, Matt Ishbia. Denver's Nikola Jokic attempted to quickly take possession of the ball so he could inbound it, perhaps give his team a 5-4 to four man advantage. Jokic got a technical foul for what appeared to be a shove of Ishbia, though Ishbia appeared to put his hands on Jokic first. Wilbon, should the NBA take further action on either Jokic or Ishbia or both? No. And Ishbia had the great sense to tweet out this morning, just to put it back in perspective, I don't want him fined. I don't want him suspended. I don't want any of that. And this is funny. And I've communicated with, with, with Matt today, and he thinks it ought to be a light moment, and it's not. I take exception to your saying that Jokic apparently elbowed Ishpia. I'm sorry. Do you think if Jokic, the size that he is, elbowed your butt at the same size that Ishbia is, about six feet. You think you wouldn't go flying? Really? What are you, Iron Man triathlete now? And you wouldn't go back into your seat? Of course you would. But, but, I digress, because I, when I saw it, I just thought, this is a crazy moment. Nobody's, there's no health and safety of a player in jeopardy here. I mean, he didn't no. apparently do anything. He did it. He's seven foot forty-nine and weighs three hundred pounds. Of course, he put a forearm into him like he was in, in an octagon. It's okay. It's not a federal offense, but let's not act like oh maybe it happened. Well, we use the word apparently for legal purposes when we write these leads, <laughs> and by legal. we, I mean me. Um, yeah. Like I've seen this thing about ten times now. I have no idea why Jokic got a technical foul. No, I, okay. I really don't. I, I don't fair. think he did anything particularly wrong. Um, I think if this was not the owner of Phoenix, that ball would have been more quickly inbounded. These guys, they're right on the court. There's Ishbia's right on the court, and Ballmer's right on the court. Leonsis in Washington is right on the court. They become 
part of the game. I don't think they are above the criticism that they shouldn't be holding on to the ball. Now, he sold it. He got hit. He went down backwards. He sold it, and he got the technical. I wouldn't have given them a technical, and I surely, like you, there would be no further punishment for either person. If they suspend Jokic, that's like a criminal act to me. That's absolutely crazy. They're not suspending Jokic. They're not. So can I move on? Can I move on to the game itself? Can I move into Just let me just say this. I sat here last Friday with you, and I said the best-case scenario for Phoenix would be to go home, win two, and make it a three-game series. Because without Chris Paul, that's hard to do. And I want to praise our friend Tim Legler, who is a great analyst. Tim Legler was on my podcast on Friday, and he said the only way they can win without Paul is if Kevin Durant takes it upon himself to have games like James Harden. Not to score more points than Booker, but together he said they had to score 70. So Harden went out and got, I think, 39 and 36 in those two games. That's 75 points. You mean Durant. And Booker went out and got 47. I mean Durant. Yes, I'm sorry. And Booker went out and got 47-34, which is 81 points. 36. And had an insane, insane shooting percentage. 34 of 43. And that's together, that's how they won, right? Two games. Yes, because they're the best duo right now. And, you know, I mean, Jokic and Jamal Murray are terrific. And Harden and Embiid are terrific. And, you know, Curry and whoever you want to combine with him, Clay Thompson, are obviously Hall of Fame terrific. And we can do this for every team. I mean, I depend Jimmy Butler. I, he was rough rider for him by himself, kind of, sort of. But, yeah, Tony, they did. And they are playing themselves. I think the Suns will win tomorrow. And I think they are playing themselves into what you insisted they were from the day the Durant trade was made, which I did not agree with you then. I said to you, Tony, I think you're premature. They could get there. They may. If they win tomorrow, they have a real chance of getting there. But, again, stop with the alleged. Stop with the he sold it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm a little bigger than you. 6'2 to 6 feet, although we're both down in weight. I'm going to give you a shove. And let's see if you go back and I'm going to say, oh, Tony just sold it. Jokic is 7 foot 85. What are you talking about? Seriously. Let's move to the East. Where the Sixers even their series with the Celtics at two games each. Harden, the aforementioned, scored 42, including the winning three-point shot in overtime after Jalen Brown left him to double Joel Embiid in the paint. Tony, where do you want to start, with Harden's performance or Jalen Brown's defensive decision? All right. Well, I want to start with Joel Embiid, but I'll get to him later. So I'll start with Harden at this point because Jalen Brown did the only thing you're supposed to do in that moment. You got the MVP of the league rolling towards a basket in a close game. You got to double. You have to double. This series is on Harden at this point. Not Embiid. Harden. In the two games they've won, he scored 45 and 42. In the two games they lost, he shot 5 of 28. As they rise or fall, so goes Harden. But make no mistake, Boston should have won this game. Boston made a spirited and a sustained comeback in the fourth quarter, and they took the lead, and the only person that kept Philadelphia in it was Harden, not Embiid. And Boston should have won. I I mean, Smart has a good look at the end of regulation. It doesn't go. And, and, and if Tatum 
didn't take 11 and a half of the 12 seconds left to dribble between <laughs> his legs 19 times and got the ball to smart a half second earlier, they would have won that game. You know, Tony, I don't disagree with anything you said, um, and I agree with the double-down situation. You got to stop Embiid there, although, you know, Embiid had become reluctant and was not himself in the fourth, and I don't know if any of that has to do with the knee injury that he's coming back from or if Al Horford was just in his head renting space, and that could be the case, to be fair, because Horford is a hell of a defender. He knows how to play Embiid. For a long time, he's been doing it. But, Tony, the Celtics... The Celtics don't look to me to be as good as they were last year. And I think it's for a reason. I got to give our friend Charles Barthy credit for this, for mentioning it on his show in real time. He says they, they, they've turned into just a three-point jump shooting team all the time. You got two wings like that. You need to be do more than firing off threes. But let me give some credit, speaking of credit, to my man Mike Greenberg, to Greeny, who said to me yesterday on Countdown, hello, why isn't this more about Harden than Embiid? And I shouted him down and said it was insane to think Harden could score 40 points again in these playoffs, and aren't I the fool? Greeny was right, and so was Harden. Tony, I didn't think Harden had that in him. Not a 40-plus, not again after going 5 for 28. He was great. I'm he was great. I'm going Here's your boy, the MVP, Embiid, in the fourth quarter, at home in a close game. Plays nine minutes and 23 seconds, has two points, one rebound, one of six shooting, because Al Horford ate his lunch, blocked him yeah. three different times. If you include the overtime, he still only has one rebound, and he has Who that charging foul. Who had the yeah. assist that produced sure. the jump okay. shot that won the being... game? Okay, but he was nothing in the fourth no, quarter. He was. He was. And James he was. Harden was everything. Let's move to yeah, hockey. That's true. We have a playoff potpourri. And it comes down to three situations, and Wilbon, I will eventually ask you, which is the biggest deal? The Florida Panthers going up 3-0 on Toronto. Leon Dreisaitl getting two more goals for Edmonton, giving him 13 goals in eight playoff games. Or the draft lottery tonight to determine where projected superstar Connor Bedard will go. Well, for me, who's got a team in the draft lottery with the third best odd situation, the Chicago Blackhawks, I've been just studying the bottom of the standings for two months because the Blackhawks won a few games they didn't need to win, and their chances are now at, like, 14%, and they could have been 18 You know, man, that, that, that could make a difference. And I want Connor Bedard. I think he really jump starts or he really launches the rebuilding effort in Chicago of a team that did win three Stanley Cup championships and whatever, 10, 13, and 15, and now Patrick Kane is gone and all that. But if I take myself out of it, Florida's the biggest story, Tony. They've taken a 3-0 three, three lead on Toronto, and they just smacked them down. Toronto finally gets through a first-round series, and they meet Florida one year removed from President's Trophy, and it's just pop, right. pop, 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 pop. So right. I'd say... Right. You know, if you take my sentiment out of it for tonight, and I will be watching that lottery, it'd be Florida. Here are the notes that I have. I assumed you'd say the draft because the Blackhawks were involved. Yeah. Every yeah. single day we've done this show, you have defamed the NFL draft except this year because the Bears right. had the number one pick for an That's hour and right. a half before they traded That's it. right. Now, in the long term, you may be right. If Bedard is as good as the other Connor, Connor McDavid, you may very well be right. What you are completely yeah. right about is that in this moment, it's Florida. Florida yeah. beat 
the Bruins, the best team in the league, three in a row. They have now taken the fourth best team in the league, Toronto, and beaten them three in a row at this point. I, I, there's going to be, you know, just <sighs> despair again in Toronto. They finally won a playoff yes. series for the first time in 19 yes. years. They beat a good team, Tampa Bay, a two-time cup team, and now they can't get a game off the, off the number eight. So it's like one step forward and two steps back. And by the way, if, if Edmonton plays 15 games, Dreisaitl will smash the playoff record of wow. 19 goals. Let's take a break. Coming up, is Jimmy Ursay right to be upset about Washington's reported outreach to Andrew Luck? And the Cardinals signed Wilson Contreras to be their new catcher, or so we were told. So why are they moving the dude out of that role already? Let me say something about the draft. I bet the NHL draft could identify Wayne Gretzky in a way the NFL draft couldn't identify Tom Brady. Couldn't identify him, couldn't find him with a microscope. Couldn't find him. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. It's mail time, where you do the work our producers are being paid for. Let me get the first mail one Mail time! This is a long one. Is Colts owner Jim Irsay right to make a fuss about the commanders, I hate that name, reportedly sniffing around Andrew Luck last offseason? Tony, you know what? Whenever Jimmy Ursay is in the news, you know, my instinct is to just sort of make fun of him. But I'm sorry. If he is, well, I'm going to use this word carefully, property of the Indianapolis Colts, even though he's like four years into retirement and other teams can't do this because that's tampering, then he's within his rights. I mean, it may seem cheesy and it may seem very Jimmy Ursay-like and petty and all that, but, but, but... If other teams are supposed to have to get permission by rule to talk to anyone still under control of Jimmy Ursay and the Colts, then yes, he's within his rights. Yeah, it's self-congratulatory, but it is tampering. There's no question that it's tampering if right. you go make a contact with a guy who's still under contract for whatever reason. Now, Jimmy Ursay has a chance to run his mouth, and Mike, he's got a chance to run his mouth against the still owner of the Washington football team, Dan Snyder, who he has already publicly said should be voted out of the league. So I know that makes him happy. The story here to me is they went after Andrew Luck. 
Like they were yeah. so desperate, they went after yeah. a guy who was out of the league for four years and then settled with the same team by trading for Carson Wentz, who didn't even, you know, isn't any good for them. I mean, if, if you're, Mike, if your move is to go after Andrew Luck, what's your next move? To go after Joe Montana? I mean, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Us. It may be. What do you make of the Cardinals taking Wilson Contreras out of his catcher role for which they signed him? It, it's just very uncardinal-like. It, it, it speaks of a certain desperation. Oh, wait, the Cardinals are something like. I know at one point they were 10 and 22. I don't know what they are at the moment. But Tony Contreras, I mean, there were deficiencies defensively that everybody in Chicago knew about, about Contreras. Wonderful hitting catcher. Wonderful teammate. I mean, he wasn't loved in Chicago. He was beloved and be loved in that dugout and that clubhouse. And it was, I mean, people shed tears to see him leave. But nobody was going to say that he was Roy Campanella, Johnny Bench, I'll update only about 20 years, as a defensive catcher. So the Cardinals, they're just finding this out. They played against him like 18 times a year. They're just finding it out. I, I don't, That's this doesn't point. seem like the Cardinals usually stellar scouting. They are right now 11-24. and 24. They're the worst team in the National League. They're worse than the Washington Good. Nationals, which Love surprised it. me. I know you hate the Cardinals, but let's go to I this. They them. signed Contreras for five years, $87.5 million. They specifically signed him to take Yadier Molina's place when Yadier Molina retired. See, that's retired. the problem. And as yeah. you say, they had to know he was a bad defensive catcher because they played against them 19 times every single year yeah. in the same yeah. division. So you can't say, whoa, he's a bad catcher. And what makes it worse is the pitch clock, Mike, because the pitches keep coming and keep coming and keep coming if your bad defensive catcher it doesn't work. He's now on pace for nine home runs. He's a very expensive DH. It ain't working. Enough email. Let's take one last break still to come. Will your Knicks win tonight to keep them going down 3-1 to the Heat? Ah. And which Warriors team is going to show up against the Lakers tonight? When you have Yadier Molina, who's going to the Hall of Fame, Yep. I guess yep. the Cardinals got buyer's remorse, and they said, oh, wait, this guy isn't Yadier Molina behind the plate. No, Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 65th birthday, Lovey Smith. Lovey was fired as head coach of the Houston Texans last January, hours after the Texans finished 3-13-1. But he was not fired before winning the last game of the season over Indianapolis, thus depriving the Texans of the overall number one pick in the draft, sliding it to the Bears, who eventually traded it to Carolina. Speculation will forever center on whether the Texans would have drafted quarterback Bryce Young with that pick. The Panthers took Young, leaving C.J. Stroud to the Texans. Lovey had previously been head coach at Tampa Bay and Chicago, who he led to the 2007 Super Bowl that we at PTI like to call the Rex Grossman Super Bowl, even though you insist Rex Grossman was never in a Super Bowl. No, of course he was in the Super Bowl. He started for the team at quarterback. 
Lovey Smith never should have been fired. The Bears made a huge historic mistake in firing him. They should have said to him and his challenged offense, we're going to hire somebody or make you hire somebody, say North Turner, who is only brilliant at it at a number of stops, and pair you guys, and you're going to do this and get it right and beat the people up north in Green Bay. Lovey was a terrific coach on a lot of levels, terrific, and he never should have been fired. Happy anniversary, Brewers and White Sox. On this day, 39 years ago, Milwaukee and Chicago faced each other at Comiskey Park. The game tied 3-3 after 17 innings. It was suspended at 1 a.m. until the following evening. When play resumed, the game went on for another eight innings until Harold Baines hit a walk-off home run to give the Pale Hose a 7-6 win in the bottom of the 25th inning. The bat Baines used is in the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. This is the longest game in terms of actual time in MLB history, Eight hours, six minutes. This record is unlikely to ever be broken. Now the teams start the 10th inning of a tie game with a runner at second base. Hall of Famer Harold Baines. And by the way, Tony, the Cubs were involved yesterday in the longest game this season, 14 innings. So that's a long way from 25. Nobody wants to see that. That's just, ooh, man. 25 is a lot. A melancholy yeah. trails divide a blue. The one-time pitching phenom of the Oakland A's died Saturday at 73. Blue debuted in the majors at 19, and the next year pitched a nine-strikeout no-hitter against Minnesota. Blue was on three World Series champions and won 20 games three different times. His best season was 1971 when he was 24-8 with a 1-8-2 ERA and 24 complete games. He won both the American League MVP and Cy Young that season. Blue pitched for 17 seasons with Oakland, San Francisco, and Kansas City, had a career record of 209 and 161 with a 327 ERA. But his reputation was marred by drug and alcohol use that he believed, and I'm quoting here, impeded my road to the Hall of Fame, unquote. Tony, how about that leg kick and wind up? How about that? I'm so obsessed with starting pitching now and the absence of starting pitching and the result of great starting pitching, like generated by Vita Blue. 24 complete games in one year. There ain't going to be 24 complete games in the major leagues this year. Vita Blue, and he was so entertaining, so entertaining, and so young a man at 73. Let's go to the big finish, if we could. The Devils beat the Canes 8-4 yesterday. The Kraken beat the Stars 7-2, which was more impressive. Oh, the Devils. They've been outscored 11-2 in their first two games, both losses in Carolina. Oh, the Devils. Mage won the Kentucky Derby. Break it down for us. Yeah, it was really a great race. Uh, the last quarter mile was fantastic. My friend Eddie had this right. I'd like to see Mage against Forte in the Preakness. By the way, more people watch this than anything since the Super Bowl. Ronnie James decided to attend USC. Is that a good choice? Is it going to USC for any reason a good choice? I would say so, particularly when you already live in Southern California. You got lots of choices. It's a great one. The Pirates have suddenly lost seven straight. What happened after all that slurping? Yeah, well, they played good teams. They played Tampa Bay and Toronto. That's what happened. Last one, Knicks Heat, Warriors-Lakers tonight. Who you got? Knicks, even that series. Warriors, even that series. Two great games. Scott Foster at Warriors-Lakers. What do you get lost on the way to Phoenix? By the time I get to Phoenix, I can't find Chris Paul to hang an L on him. I'm just saying. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. Let's let Joker come and lean on you. 
See if you need to. You know who wrote by the time I get to Phoenix? Jimmy Webb wrote it.